This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I did want to talk about something else where there is a certain frosty overtures that has to do with the ongoing uh, standoff between the government of Doug Ford with Minister Lecce at the helm uh, and the teachers, the various unions. You might have heard the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation. Their members have voted overwhelmingly in favor of strike action should it become necessary, as they feel. And uh, the education workers who, I guess, work right beside them voted 92% in favor of strike action. And the Federation's teacher and occasional teacher members provided 95.5%. Well, it doesn't look good, although earlier today, Stephen Lecce, the minister, suggested let's get to uh, mediation, a mediator, and uh, we'll settle this because we're really, really close to having things ironed out. There are only minor details that need to be worked through. Merritt Stiles is the NDP's education critic and MPP for Davenport. Joining us on the line here on The Oakley Show to uh, give us her thoughts on the matter. Merritt, it's always a pleasure. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great to be here. It's always great to have you. By the way, uh, what do you make of Lecce's proposal to bring in a mediator? Well, you know, uh, those are those kinds of decisions are something that the to the parties at the table need to decide together. And I actually was surprised that the minister came out and kind of made it a, a public announcement before he actually went to the to the unions uh, to suggest it. But, uh, you know, certainly that's something that they'll have to decide, and, and they may decide that that's, this is the right time for it. Uh, but I, I thought at the same time that the minister um, was using that opportunity to really poke away again at, um, at the education workers. And, you know, I, I really feel at the same time, apparently there were people waiting at the table able to actually bargain and had to wait till he finished his announcement, you know, he needs to get back to the table and actually get this deal done. Well, all right. So you think it can still get done at the table? You know, I always think it can because I, I really do believe that nobody, not education workers, not the government, not us certainly, not families, uh, not students, nobody wants, uh, you know, to see students out of classes. So we, we absolutely all want to get to a deal. Um, I'm not at the bargaining table, but I do know uh, that that's the case. The, the issue that I, I understand is that they seem to be very far apart. And certainly um, I, I look back over the last year and I think that Mr. Ford, you know, he kind of started to pick a fight with, uh, with education workers well over a year ago and set the tone for a pretty divisive situation, which is what we're facing now. Well, all right, but Lecce's uh, ministry uh, put out a press release saying that the labor unions continue to take escalating steps towards strike action. Strike action could mean school closures, disruption, and uncertainty for students and parents. They're putting it back on the unions. Why are they, why are they uh, submitting that they're really uh, taking positions of possible strike action? Well, you know, these things do have a sort of a pattern. So, for example, the the, the secondary teachers today say, look, we, we're just, we, we have a vote now. We're going to go back to the table and try and work it out before we actually give any kind of notice. And and that's how it always works, right? But I what, what I find really baffling is we know what the government needs to do to get back to the table and get a deal. And what they have to do is they have to reverse their cuts to the classrooms. They have to back away from these uh, bigger class sizes that we're seeing and we're already feeling it, and it's only year one. Uh, we've seen high school students lose courses that they need to graduate. You know, the, these cuts are having an impact right now, and again, it's not even fully played out. We haven't even seen the full impact of those cuts. I think the government needs to just say, okay, look, we're going to go back. We're going to go back to square one. We're going to reverse what we said. We're going to go back to the table and negotiate. Well, yeah, that's not negotiating. That's capitulating. 
Well, I think, you know, I, I don't know what else the government has on the table. And, you know, well, bring in a mediator. There. That's the point. <laughs> That's where the yeah, mediator would come in and settle it. They, they may decide to do that. But, you know, the government has, has keep saying, look, we, we want to see students in class. We want to see all of this, you know, fixed. And, I, again, I think that the only way they really fix this and that they actually, frankly, make Ontarians happy, parents happy, is if they reverse those cuts. And they so far have refused to do that. Merritt Stiles is with us, the NDP's education critic. All right, uh, reverse those cuts. But, you know, we're at a place now. Uh, I'm just wondering how we ever got along, like, in the education field 15, 20 years well, 15 years ago, let's go with that, because with Dalton McGinney and Kathleen Wynne, they just doubled the budget. Uh, so heretofore, how did we manage? Mm-hmm. Because right now we're in a position where, according to Minister Lecce and the government, uh, it's unsustainable. The current model is unsustainable. Well, you know, I think what the, honestly, under the Liberals, under Dalton McGinty and Kathleen Wynne, you know, what they did actually was they went many years without increasing um, uh, education spending. And the then budget they, doubled. It, bu- it then more they, than doubled. And then they threw it around before elections, right? Which is not the way to make good policy. It's not the way to fix education. It's not the way, it's not responsible, certainly. Um, but I think that if you look at, you know, how, what is the experience of students in classrooms right now? And when you make, you know, even what seems like a small change in classroom size averages, for example, you end up with students in many classes right now of 40 plus. And again, it's going to get bigger. This is not what Ontarians voted for. They voted for change, but they did not vote for that change to be on the backs of students in their classrooms. And I think that they're, we're hearing that loud and clear from, from families, from students, uh, from parents. All right. So if it's about the quality of education, then let's just remove the 1% uh, compensation cap, uh, meaning don't even offer any compensation. The teacher should forego that because it's really all about the kids and the quality of education and earmark that money instead for uh, maybe a reduction in class size and, uh, you know, the promise of full-day kindergarten. I don't know why that's even surfaced. Nobody's even intimated that that would gonna be, it was going to be taken off the table. But then compensation shouldn't be a central point, should it? You know, I, I'm not at the table, so I don't know what their back and forth is around compensation. I know the government has already imposed a wage cap limit, like on on all of the public sector workers, including education workers. So, you know, I think that they've they've kind of imposed that anyways. What I'm hearing is that, and again, I'm hearing this from people on the front line, from the parents and such, is that the, the real issue, the heart of the issue here is how are we serving our students? And, you know, it, I, I have no doubt that that is actually what education workers in this province are fighting for. But I also believe that that's what parents want, right? We, again, when, when people in this province voted out Kathleen Wynne uh, and voted for Doug Ford, did they actually think that this government was going to eliminate 10,000 teaching positions? They have they, they Well, but they are. They are, absolutely. Well, and, wait, what about the uh, $1.6 billion, uh, let's call it, transition fund where no teachers are going to be let go? It would only happen through attrition. Nobody's getting fired. So what happens is we've got 10,000 um, teachers that basically are retiring over the next four years, and you don't fill those positions. That's what that fund is for. You're not filling those positions. Where's so enrollment you actually going? actually are losing. Um, you know what? In many parts of the province, it's actually increasing. Overall, it's increasing. And the financial accountability officer, who's independent, completely independent, looked at the government's plan and said, this is an elimination of 10,000 teaching positions. The government could back away from that. They could, you know, that means also, you know, a whole lot of new teachers in school right now that aren't even going to get hired. So I, and it means way bigger class sizes. It probably means some schools will close in rural communities. I asked the minister last week if he would 
commit to not closing any more schools. He said, I'm not going to do that. Like, this is, this is a big change for Ontario. And I, I think that, you know, for, for when we say, you know, I'm not saying they're firing teachers. I'm saying they're eliminating those positions. It is 10,000 fewer teaching positions in this province. It's 10,000 fewer caring adults in our schools. Well, you know, in union solidarity, maybe to ensure that those teachers uh, maintain employment or some semblance thereof, uh, forego again any wage increase and spread the wealth. Well, that's going to be a decision that the education workers have to make. And, um, you know, I, I... Yeah, so take that off the table. That would be part of the quid pro quo, wouldn't it? That would well, be reasonable. I I could, I could be a mediator, Merrick. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should bring you in, John. They you should. Know, I actually think, you know, again, like some of these conversations about what the wage increases, you know, uh, bargaining is a bit of a dance, and they're having that dance, and I'm not in the room. But I can say that I think that one of the ways that they could get there a lot faster, and we could we could be sure that teachers weren't going to walk out or education workers weren't going to take action, is if they just said, "Look, you know what? What do Ontarians want? They don't want us cutting. Um, they don't want us cutting classrooms. Let's." Let's do the right thing anyways. And that's what the government should be doing. And every time the minister gets out there and says, you know, there's, there's a path to a to solution, I say, well, yeah, there is a path. Back away from these cuts. Nobody <laughs> wants them. Yeah, well, that's a, a partisan position because I'm hearing otherwise. You know, I open the lines. I get a flurry of people suggesting that the government dig in their heels, let the teachers walk out. They can take the disruption. They're willing after all these times, you know, the chronic strike uh, votes being taken and all these uh, job action things, proposal, the public's sort of fed up. So, I mean, the union might be overreaching here. People are reaching a tipping point. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, we all hear different things, but I, I think what I've been hearing is actually that, like, a lot of parents are more supportive of the uh, position that the education workers are taking than they ever have been because they see that they're standing up for things that, um, which aren't about, frankly, wage increases, right? They're talking about the issues that are affecting our kids, and that's, that's direct. Like, we have, you know, we have seen actually a system that wasn't working very well, even though the, the liberals and the conservatives spent, or, you know, subsequent government spent a lot of money in education. It wasn't working well. There are things we could be doing better, but we do need to invest in education. All right. Merritt, uh, I'll let you go. We'll see where this one... <laughs> Thank <laughs> well, you. Mediation has been proposed by Stephen Lecce, and uh, you think it can still happen at the table. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for it. Absolutely. Thanks so much. You got a Merritt Stiles, the NDP's education critic, MPP for Davenport. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.